And now, the moment you've been waiting for. Presented by five-time national champion and three-time national champion of the world for Father's Day. The Odds Fellow and Pun Picks. You are listening to Dad Bod's Podcast. Enjoy and remember to always cash tickets. Happy Wednesday. The dad bods are here because football is back. It's back. Almost. We're almost there. So we're well recording this Wednesday night. This time tomorrow, what are you going to be doing? We'll be drinking beer and watching football. Seltzer. Drinking seltzer. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Drinking something. Yeah. I'm in on that. Speaking of, it's about that time. Crack it. Cracking it. Oh, so as always, a lot on. going on in the world, in the sphere. Yeah, I mean, so we came on here last time with a – might have been last show, maybe the show before with the crazy ending of the Bucks game. Yeah. And we're watching – The one before. The, the one before because we, we, yeah. we snuck out the Labor Day yes, special. the Labor Day. The C2, the C2 sweep. Yeah, he needs to come on every show. I hope he's listening yeah. to this one because he's yeah. – He's like eight no on our show. It's really crazy. We're good luck charms. Uh, We're good for something. So the end of this game finished the exact opposite of the other one. With correct. So we're watching Raptors Celtics right now, game six, uh, and it got tight. So the question is: Is did the officials adjust, or is this is a different crew? They just called it differently. I think they called it differently. I I tried watching the replay of the. Kemba drive, and I think although yeah. there was a lot of contact, I, I like the no call. That's what I hated about I the way the other game ended. But it, it definitely mm-hmm. it seemed worse to me, especially watching it live uh, on the replay. So not, what, not as much. What do you have on this one? Because I know you have something on it. I stayed away. I stayed clean. I put, I put I put it on Twitter. It was mostly because I was giving bath times and uh, yeah. taking walks yeah. and trying not to lose my mind <laughs> trapped at home <laughs> with these monsters. Oh, I've shit. I've quickly learned all the stupid shit that I say yeah. um, or like the little quirks and like words or phrases because he, the three-year-old says them right back to us. Yeah. And we're just like, yeah, where, where did you learn that? Yeah. He, his new thing, and this is not me, this is more of, of my wife. It might be me, but uh, <laughs> he now ends every sentence with, by the way, it's a lot wow. of by the way. So he's picked up by the way from us both saying it. And now he says, by the way, contextually often not correct. Yeah. He just is going to say, by the way, at the end of everything, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Not he does know, but he does know the F word. It's a bad word though. So that's good. <laughs> okay. That's good. Yeah. That's a good yeah. start. So yeah, you got nothing on this. I don't have anything on this. I did put a little, put a parlay together for the next game. I did a, uh, yeah, I did a. What time does it start? I might, I might have so, to use the the mobile and tell you on that. <clears throat> so I went Clippers money line, which on my local was like minus three hundred, mm-hmm. and um, under. Nice. I do like that. I think these teams slug it out. I mean, honestly, the last two Western Conference games that I've watched, I think one of them we had the total on 
I can't. I'm mixing all these games up, but it was yeah. We had we had the third and fourth quarter on the Denver Nuggets. Um, the 529 special was sweaty, but it was the same thing last night. And I actually took the team total in the Rockets game and was extremely disappointed when they had 64, 66 points at halftime on a 108.5 line, and they scored. They scored 38 points in the in the <laughs> third and fourth quarter. 38 points in the second half. They had scored 31 and 33, uh, respectively, in the first and second quarter. Jeez. It's just like when these teams want to turn it up, especially some of them that are better defensively, and I put the Clippers in that right. category. The Lakers were pretty good all year. I think the Heat yep. and the Bucks are two teams. You see it with these two teams. A lot of the teams that are left in the playoffs, I mean, yeah, they can go lock down a common thread. Yeah. Yeah. Good coaches, good coaches, and good defense. But yeah, I mean, like that Nuggets, the game that we bet, that was the game that we put out was should have not even been close. No, I couldn't believe it. Was, was that one hundred five or one hundred seven? One hundred six, one hundred six point five, I think. So we had to get to one hundred seven. Yeah, one hundred six and a half, and it was like uh, they had like a sixty-five point first quarter and barely hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so um, anyway, it's just it's it's. Kind of a, I like betting those team totals on these NBA games. Um, like if the, it's been if a nice the, little value find for Nuggets me. Lose I, tonight, like I think they're going to. I think the team total over for them next game is a good play. Right. Uh, I'm kind right. of right. You tend to see a little bit of regression. Yeah. Exactly. And they've done and that. They did that all in the pretty, Jazz series too. That's probably a pretty public take, but right. Those team totals are they're also fun to root for. Team total overs right. are fun to root for because you're rooting for points. Um, Speaking yeah, of the other totals. thing I like to do rather than bet a bet a, oh, why did you get into this then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of totals, I if you follow me on Twitter, I put out I put out team totals for free. And he's learning. I could not I mean I could not have been more off on on the early game because I had the Brewers under four and a half and the Tigers over three and a half. And uh and uh, odds had the Brewers money line. Um so he wasn't really happy to see me on those. And uh, the score, tell everybody the score of the game. 19 spot. A nice little football score Zero. to get us ready. Yeah. Yeah, so under four and a half, and they scored 19. Yeah, so what's that? Over just, three and a half. Two touchdowns. Yeah. Two touchdowns, a field goal, and a safety, you know? <laughs> God. So that was – but that's just kind of the way those go. Um, but it is, it is funny when you put something out. Do you like – do well. you find that you're betting – the same game a lot and grabbing both teams because usually i just not see you on lot. one side i yeah i tend not to do both yeah because um, sometimes when you're betting both teams over uh, it might make sense to take the game over right but right get a little more protection just, right yeah but then you can kind of split and where you could lose the game yeah. so it's just kind of a give or take and whether and i've been kind of going half unit one unit and the one unit plays have been undefeated until today uh, I had the Marlins right. over, and they hit already. But um, that's a good question. I try to kind of stay away from the same game unless they're both overs. And I, I kind of like I kind of like that because um, usually if you get one team way over, the other team usually hits it over late and kind of some garbage time. You know, when you have a like this Braves game, they were up fourteen to two or whatever. And now it's like fourteen eight or or whatever. So. Yeah, that's kind of the thinking around that. But man, what an embarrassing freaking pick for the Brewers under, and they scored nineteen. <laughs> well, I knew Boyd Boyd's looked better lately. I think he had two quality starts in a row. 
Yeah. Um, you can tell well in that game if you're watching any of it. It was it. He yeah. was just serving it up there. Yeah. So yeah, no. So uh, I like it. So yeah, baseball still cooking. NBA still cooking. We're we're ready to talk football. So yeah. So what we're we doing got, today is a little t- two parter. Two parter um, with uh, who? Lock bets and guns. Picks. Lockbets.net and guns picks. And uh, I didn't realize this until kind of I was prepping earlier, and that's kind of a sponsor, kind of a a, uh, a sponsor sponsor show tonight. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, so we're doing it in two parts. Guns focused on college football because right now that's still happening. There's there was yep. been some games. There's been a some service academy beatdowns and mm-hmm. getting beatdown. Um, and then lockbets.net <laughs> focusing on the NFL, focusing on a couple prop spots he likes. So, you know, a little bit more geared towards futures and, and just talking football. So, yeah, you know, really excited good, to hear from him. He's really good excited. spots from both these guys. He's excited to come on. He's been trying, we've been trying to get him on for a while, just hadn't worked out. Um, and he's going to try to focus a lot more on these NFL props uh, this year and future stuff, which I think there's a, definitely a market for. So, um, let's. Uh, crack a seltzer and get on with it with these guys and who's coming up first do you remember is it lock uh let me drink some seltzer but it's gonna be lock lockbets.net lockbets a place where friends family and foes come together to find parody in your wagers we specialize in mlb nfl NCAA basketball, NCAA football, and guess what? Every other motherfucking sport. Listen, the old saying goes, we cook, we cash, we fuck like a goddamn champion. Lock bets. Lock underscore bets. Please follow, subscribe, rate, retweet, like my fucking tweets. And listen, boys, we engage, we have a good time. My full sponsorship on the Dad Bods podcast. We are back, and we'd like to welcome on a very special guest, a very special guest, sponsor of sorts, the original sponsor, flagship lockbets.net on Twitter. What's up, Lock? What's up, boys? Good to be Hold here. On. Hold on. Good I wanted to do this in your honor. Oh, sprayed hey, the computer a little bit. There we go. That sounded good. I cracked mine in the earlier segment. I apologize, fellas. I couldn't wait. Truly roll call. That's right. You're right. It's all right. So, obviously, so we, we got Locke here, which is important. Um, before we get into all the fun with him, we wanted to talk about something that he's also a part of and our, our, our other guest on college football is going to be a part of. Um, but we decided to take things one step further with the NFL season. And rather than just give you our normal picks, mostly free, some pay, uh, which you'll still get, we also wanted to bring 16 of Twitter's finest together and do a little NFL leaderboard, right? So we got that going. Yeah, so Who's 16 – 16 great cappers, great guys, ranking, what, three and, games? And gals, games? and gals. And gals. Excuse me. That's gal. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big, that is a big mistake. 
Um, no. Edit that out. Delete that. I'll fix that in. I'll fix it in post. I'll fix it in post. Don't worry. Um, no, uh, we're gonna pick three games. What three games a week? Confidence one to three. One, Correct. Two, so three. consider it like the unit thing, but a confidence marker of three being yeah. the highest, two and one, and then we'll we'll score those, and we're gonna do that for, I think it's fourteen weeks. So you have fourteen weeks of picks. And then we're going to go into a little playoff round robin. It's not really round robin. I don't know why I said that. It's a final four of sorts. It's just um, kind of fun to say round robin. Isn't yeah. It? It's kind yeah, of a fun I, thing to say. It's, it's what round I like robin. to – it's like how I like to bet the round robin parlay. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. parlay Pat knows a little something about Exactly. Round robin so today. we'll do week 15 and week 16 playoffs, and we'll try to crown an NFL champion out of that 16 of, of who really did it best. Right. So, uh, yeah, got to give a special a shout to the man who will be helping along with the podcast of getting a lot of these picks and volume and content out there. We're going to have uh, Sharky Waters Nation um, bring in, drop in a lot of video on, on some Saturdays, probably a lot of Sunday mornings. He's, he's a hype man. He's going to be ready to go. Yeah. And some Saturday morning or Sunday morning videos. And I think some of us will be a part of those as well, which will be a lot of fun. Can only hope. But, <laughs> But lock bets. Let's tell us everybody a little about you, where you're from, kind of how you got into gambling Twitter, and and also why is it lockbets.net? Lockbets.com. <laughs> so many questions. So many questions. First off, is, I just want this to a domain that. issue. <laughs> uh, so so this the story with lock bets. The origin was, um, <clears throat> you know, in 2016. It was me and my college buddies, and uh, it was you know we were all betting like maniacs and. There was no way for us to track each other. There was no way to keep ourselves in line. So uh, it came up as an idea to have everybody kind of have the password to lock bets. And, you know, if you're going out one night, just log in and go, you know, go, go crazy. That's we had cool. uh, Never Wrong Sean. We had um, <laughs> Anthony came on. Parlay Pat was a, was a character. And uh, so the beginning origins of lock bets was um, it was almost – you know, paradising the entire gambling Twitter universe. Yeah. It was, uh, it was just a few buddies trying to, you know, make a few jokes and, but have some stone cold locks, you know, because everybody knows there's no such thing as a quote unquote lock. Lock, right. So lock that's one buddy. Right in your face. How could it ever lose? It could never lose because I have one buddy that will drop the mortal lock like line and as soon as he says it i bet the other side every time uh, and it wins every time Watch <laughs> it was really just to uh over exaggerate you know what you know what we thought at the time was a lock and um but it's evolved into you know with most things uh most of my buddies lost interest and all of a sudden uh it's just me with the password and and a domain name called lockheads.net <laughs> Uh, where's uh, where's you know, never wrong Sean? Where where did he go uh, wrong? Never wrong Sean. Uh, you know we had jokes that he would be in jail. He'd be in the jail. Shout team. out, shout out, never wrong Sean. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, never wrong Sean. And the, the old saying was, uh, uh, people would comment <laughs> on never wrong Sean's post, like, never wrong Sean. Uh, how about always wrong Sean? <laughs> so uh, people fizzed out, and um, eventually I realized that there's just a community of like really really solid people and a lot of good people that like just want to build uh yeah. build good content um and i you know i stay away from the um 
you know, the guys that are, you know, trying to sell you snake oil. And right. uh, I try to stay close to the, to so, some guys like, you know, Punisher picks and uh, yeah. the odds fellow, old man who bets, uh, you know, I've met a lot of good guys along the way. So, um, you know, that's a good point. That's kind of what, I mean, I think that's kind of what this podcast is about a little bit. It's just trying to get, kind of get that group on um, and get a, a voice to those, the people in that group. Um, right. Because there are a lot of good guys and maybe don't have 10,000 followers a piece, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, they can still be good players and good gamblers and know what they're doing. So, so you, so where are you at? You're in what? You're in New Jersey, New York. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, North Jersey, born and raised, never left. Uh, went to school in the South for a little bit. SEC. Oh yeah, country. Charleston. Uh, University of South Carolina, close. Uh, uh, ah, yeah, yeah. uh, a Gamecock. And, I had no idea. A Coxman, huh? Uh, <laughs> oh, fancy. Yeah. Right. Right. Spend a few days in Charleston back in the day. Love it. Um, it's a great place. Now I'm back, and uh, we're just trying to cook. We're just trying to cash, and <laughs> constantly trying to fuck like a champion. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, we'll believe that. that. So. <laughs> That's right. Delete. Yeah. It's 2020, man. I, don't get, God, I got a lot of work to do in post. Um, so, so yeah, let's talk a little NFL. Are you a Giants guy or a Jets guy? Um, so I'm uh, pretty proud of, of who I love and, uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword because, um, I, I know where this is going oh, here we go. because any, fan? any fan that starts talking like that bleeds gangrene. For those of you that we, we might put this video out, but he's holding up a Jets jersey. Yes. Yes. I'm holding up my Jets. Sorry. Bad. Was it? What's bad radio? <laughs> <laughs> now he's taking off. Now he's taking off his shirt. Is this a play-by-play? <laughs> Playing. <laughs> Now he's t- oh no now he put on the jersey now he switches. Is that a Vilma? What's what's fi- is that a Vilma? That's a Vilma. Yeah, this is a Vilma. 50, fifty-one Vilma jersey, jet stocking cap. Yeah, love it. It's all love it. This jersey hey, look, has was, seen many tailgates. I was I was high on the Jets last year. Um, that didn't go well because of uh, one's bout with mono. <laughs> Um, but I, but I do have faith in the team. Not a lot of weapons, though. They did not put a lot of weapons around him. Uh, it's weird because last year was such a funky year. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I guess the old saying is Sam Darnold hung out around uh, Morristown way too much, and uh, it made sense. I mean, he was going to the bar too much. What? One uh, too many grasshoppers, him. if you will. Right. And, I mean, hey, listen, you're a single guy. You're the New York City Jets quarterback. You know. Shit happens, but um, it was just so such a weird year because you signed Le'Veon Bell, you signed C.J. Mosley, and then you fired your GM, and then you took like ten steps back. So uh, it was it was tough. But uh, I'm a Jets fan, born and raised. My dad brought me to a Jets game early on, and uh, here we are. What do you think about Le'Veon? Do you like him or not? Uh, well, he is part of one of my my prop bets today, but um, I think Le'Veon is as good as his line is. I mean. Uh, he's never had a line with the Jets. Last year, he had five people that are no longer in the NFL, or four people that are no longer in the NFL. Yeah, because his running style, you need an offensive line. Yeah, I mean, he's the way he, not, the way he, he waits behind the line and kind of yeah, makes his decision late. Yeah, so yeah, he's the line for sure. We'll top right into it. So you got some prop bets. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, so, that you like, and in that a market you kind of wanted to get into a little bit. 
Uh, so I think there's just a, there's a few uh, markets or a few lines that I think that are, you know, you take advantage of in mm-hmm. the uh, team totals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, there, there's a few overrated teams, a few underrated teams, let's just hop right into it. Um, I think right off the bat, you see the Bills at uh, yeah. eight and a half wins. I think the Bills had a great offseason. I think McDermott's doing a great job. I think Bean's doing a great job as GM. Um, Stefan Diggs is in Buffalo now. Josh Allen's one more year older, and I could totally see the Bills going over eight and a half wins, winning the AFC East, and making a run in the playoffs. Yeah, eight and a half seems low. Yeah. Really yeah. low. Uh, yeah, that's – I mean, it's, so the line that I got was minus 155, so that the, there's a little juice on it. Um, but so the Bills are playing the Rams, the Raiders, um, the Chargers, the Steelers, the Broncos, the Cardinals – the Jets twice, the Dolphins twice. Um, so I think it's a 10 and 16. The Patriots with, with without Brady as well. I mean, that's just a different yeah. team. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the Bills. I mean, that's the big storyline too. Yeah. You know, how do they, uh, the I think is, they're the favorite. What, what, are their, what are their odds to win the AFC? Um, um, the AFC believe, it's like plus like it's, uh, 100 or something. I think Bills yeah. are plus one. 50 and I think the Patriots are plus 180 if I'm not wrong. So it's kind of like, I mean, if you like them to go over an eight and a half, you probably should like them to win that because they're going to go, if they win that division, they're going to go over eight and a half win. Um, yeah, plus 120, excuse me. Yeah. Okay. So a modified lock that, that lock bets.net brought, but pun just amended was instead of taking <laughs> the minus 155. Well, no, because. No, no, because you could still you could still lose. I mean, the, you could still win. Well, look, yeah, there's another reason games and lose why. the division. So, and and why I'd be careful with some of those too with the division stuff is not that the teams aren't playing to win the division, but you got to remember there's two, um, there's yeah. a, that extra playoff spot now too. So there's another wild card, uh, you know, floating around in these divisions, and then you know how that shakes right. up in the conferences and what right. that does. Now the Bills, the Bills won ten games last year. Now they're the favorite. Um, I think one thing I always look for, not not to, uh, yeah, not to shit on that because I actually do like that pick, but um, okay, okay. I always worry I and I always pick. watch the the playoff regression, right? Because you always you see a couple teams from that turnover. I, I don't know what the, the percentage is, but that don't make the yeah. playoffs year over year. And uh, obviously the Bills made it, but uh, but no, I like that one. I do love Josh Allen. I'm making, I'm making that bet right now. Josh Allen is a real deal. I think he won't, I think he's the best quarterback to come out of that draft, even though I love Sam Darnold. Um, but Josh Allen is He's a winner, a which I like to see. He just – he puts the team on his back. Like, he doesn't let – you know, right. he, he whether and he's I a gunslinger or he's a runner. No runner rushing yards were about 450, 475. So, the guy can run. The guy can throw the ball 100 yards. Um but he has a weapon now with Stefan Diggs, so I think it's just something to watch. And he also yeah. they also have a great uh, tandem backfield with uh, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Singletary, so. yeah, Zach Moss could could be a really good player. And I just made Zach that. Moss is the U- yeah. the the kid from Utah. Yep. Uh, yeah, Utah. Might, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Just a dominant profile running back. So. All right, Bills over like eight and a half. Check. All right, just, Bills just over eight and a half. And make the bet. Lock that in. That'll uh, pay for a year of college, side, right? On the flip side, I am uh, I am not buying what Matt Nagy is selling. I am going Ooh. to the supermarket and selling the Bears. I, I don't. Oh, 
Is that a direct, is that, is that a dig at Nagy? Is that a dig at Trubisky? Tell, tell me how you feel. <laughs> uh, I, think at Big at, I think it's more at Trubisky, Trubisky, Mitchell, Mitchell Fair. Trubisky to be exact. Um, he hasn't put anything on game tape. I, I mean, at least last year, he didn't put anything on game tape that could tell you that the offense could sustain more than three and outs. Um, their three and out rate, their conversions were one of the highest in the NFCs. Uh, so them converting on third down was just atrocious. And um, that means they're playing a lot of defense. So if they're playing a lot of defense and, you know, the offense can't produce, I'm, t- I'm selling the Bears. The Bears are uh, over under seven and a half games. I think they go under that number. But I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I like that. I think it's weird that Foles didn't win that job. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's only but... so much defense that a team can play. And uh, I just don't think their team's built to – be able to sustain, especially in that division. I mean, the division yeah. easily lose six games, seven games. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's. I think that's a good bet. I don't. I don't. I'd be surprised if the Bears won eight games. Um, yeah, and it's so, that's okay. where you'd expect. But a bubble season. But this weird season, who the hell knows? But I think it's. I think that's an educated pick. Right. Right. Sure. He did last year, yeah, so it, it dips a little bit. But I like that. Yeah, dip it down a little bit, and that's plus one hundred and seven. So anything that you lost in the over eight and a half that I gave you. <laughs> You're making it a little bit back. Love it. Uh, Love it. You just got to win right. one more than you lost, right? That's all right. Right. You just got to keep your head above the water. You got to yeah. keep your head above exactly. the water. Um, all right. So, to make the playoffs, I think another team that's going to actually show a lot of talent and may have had the, one of the better offseason was Vic Fangio's Broncos. Mm-hmm. I think the Broncos are going to make a huge leap. Drew Locke, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Uh, they they loaded up on the backfield. Mel, Melvin Gordon's there and Philip Lindsay, um, plus two hundred to make the playoffs. Wow, I like that. That's great value. That. Do you yeah, think? Did you did you make this pick because their quarterback is named Locke? Is that does that have, <laughs> does that have any? Did that go? Are you catching on to my ways? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I just googled uh, NS or. Uh, <laughs> NFL logs and uh, Drew's Drew's face came right up, so decided to take him. Well, no, there's uh, a there's a lot of talk on one lock. unit on one unit on uh, the Bills over eight and a half, one unit on the Bears under seven and a half, and uh, we'll put point seven five on uh, plus two hundred Broncos. Make, like that math. Make, yeah, you know, just got to keep. Well, look, I mean, I love that for a lot of reasons. They went seven and nine last year. They were still second in that division. I don't think the Raiders are making a leap. You do worry a little bit about the Chiefs and the Chargers because they're going to get beat up a little bit. But the Chargers are probably another team struggled last year. I don't think they're doing much, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're really competing against the Chiefs in the division. Right. Um, you know, which even if you can't catch them at plus 200, it's still good value. I also remember, I could be wrong. But, like, they lost a ton of close games last year. Some of it may be Fangio's fault with mismanaging, but they were in a lot of games. They did. They did. Um, if I'm not – what was the snow game last year? It was Broncos in the snow, and they they almost put down someone big last year. Yeah, they had a lot of close games last year, it seemed like. Yeah. Um, and they lost they – lost It might have been the cheat. No, three, I can't remember. Four. They lost to the 49ers by eight. Uh, they lost to the Rams by four. Yeah. They lost to, yeah. I mean, now they, that we have no crowds, the weather is going to be something really having to pay attention to again. Because yeah. now, did those kinda, did those odds on the Broncos? 
true. On the Broncos pick, though, did those odds move at all post uh, uh, Von Miller got hurt last night? Those are as of today with DraftKings, so that should be mm-hmm. as up to date. Yeah. Um, Pretty accurate. Yeah, I wonder if that moved watch, at all. I'm going to watch, watch for sure. Poor Von Miller can't catch a break. Yeah. Man, he's so screwed. Um, I did write one. Well, what other. do you guys think about the home field? Oh, go Wait. ahead, Lock. Oh, you got one of them. No, Get that out there. Uh, the home field, I mean, I want to I wanna say, I, I think it's just going to be comfortability. I mean, you don't want to travel to an away stadium. So I think you're not going to ever lose that away, away disadvantage. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's going to be third and, you know, third and 15, two minutes to go. You're not going to hear any roar of the stadium, you know, so it's almost yep. going to be like a practice, you know, or, tr- you know, training camp. Yeah. I know they're going to have what 70 decibels piped in. Yeah. I think I saw a chart the other day that 70 decibels is equivalent to uh, like a loud noise in a library. It's yeah. Like, like a classroom chatter. I heard and I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah. it's been so long since I've been in a classroom. That's interesting. Like a book in a library. So. Uh, it's not going to, you know, you, you got to figure the Seahawks, the Chiefs, you know, the Thunderdome, uh, not the Thunderdome, yeah, the Superdome. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome. There's going to be a lot, yeah. of, a lot of games that, you know. So to answer your question, odds on that on that Bronco line, it opened at plus 180 and it's plus 200 today. Okay. okay. So moved a little bit, yeah, maybe because so, of that. I mean, yeah. Not a whole lot, but um, – they might. Is there any chance he comes back? What, what was the injury? I didn't even see it. I just saw he got. I just heard he got injured. He, he tore that yeah, knee that, up. Yeah. God. Non-contact or contact, Gino? I don't know. I think he'll be chicken farming yeah. for the season. A lot, a lot of guys went on Twitter. We're, we're uh, giving them love and shit, but. Uh, um, <laughs> so you wrote down one more. Did you write down one? Yeah, more like? I wrote down one more. I just, I, I, I actually crossed it out a few times. I put it back. I, I just want to hear your, your thoughts. Uh, yeah. The Steelers over under wins are nine, and mm-hmm. for them to make the playoffs plus one thirteen. Right. I, I wanted to hear your yeah. So Ann, I want you to have the floor on this one because I, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Big Ben's coming back after a lost year. What do you think? I think that offense is not getting enough love. I think skinny Big Ben is not getting enough love. Um, <laughs> that defense is good. Right. There's also some great trends. And I was on some of these last year, so it was a little frustrating um, given the injuries. But Tomlin coming off a bad year, um, he really didn't have a ton of bad years, you know, missing the playoffs right. or win totals and things like that in back-to-back seasons. And obviously last year he did. Um, but you look at what they did almost making the playoffs and holding it together with, yeah. How many wins know, did they have? Did they have nine? Whoever they, they were rolling seven? out there from quarterbacks. With the, with the quarterback they, they went just, eight and they eight. Cut. They just cut that quarterback. Duck yeah. Hodges. They, 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 they cut duck. I think Mason Rudolph's still on the roster, right? Former, as the backup. Former, former cowboy. Uh, almost got his head. Back, former yeah. cowboy who almost got yeah. his head completely smashed by what's his name? Miles Garrett. Yeah. Side yeah. Down, that quarterback room, yeah. we, we that won't quarterback touch that room may get a little interesting. Uh, Josh Jobs gets signed back. Mason Rudolph is the backup. Yeah. Both of those guys, their ex-girlfriends, are the same people from the Bachelorette. No. Yes. Or actually, Mason's going out with that girl right now, and it's Josh Jobs' ex Oh, that's even worse, yeah. I think. <laughs> Josh would be yeah. like, what's up? How's, the, uh, how's that? Yeah. Uh, what's my girl doing? Yeah. Uh, that is – 
Ooh, a little roast that, talk. Hey, we can get into some bachelor going. talk this. I don't know if the GM did enough info on that, but let's move along. No, but I do think I think like as much as the home field thing is going to be weird. Another thing I think you got to look at is continuity and whether it was, you know, yeah, you can point to maybe Big Ben's familiarity with some of these guys, you know, missing time last year. But a lot of that rosters, you know, it's continuity, right? Tomlin and ben, Big Ben know each other. They know the playbook. Know, they know the offense. I think veterans are going to succeed this year more so than others. Like we haven't had one preseason game. These teams didn't have a normal yeah. training camp. They've been doing their preseason and their training camp the same way we're talking on Zoom right now. Like yeah, and they're just inner squad scrimmage. That's interesting. Yeah, so I, I I do actually I like that total. I think Tomlin and the continuity he brings. I think that offense can be explosive. It'll really probably come down to. Can Big Ben stay healthy, and uh, you know, do you get the same level of play out of the defense? All right. So You're now here. I gotta now I gotta really put you on the spot. Okay. I mean, have you thought about Super Bowl at all? Are you gonna put any any odds to win? Uh, that's the, I I was I was kind of getting to that a little bit. I was taking I was taking a look at a few teams. These yeah. Times. I do not think the Chiefs are going back. I'm it's not, just hard. It's just hard to go back to back. It's yeah. really hard. I think I think the I think it could be the Ravens year for the mm-hmm. uh, AFC or the Bill. I think I still think the Bills can make a run in that in that mm-hmm. AFC. Um, so I, th- I think it's gonna be the Ravens, and I could see either the Saints or the Cowboys probably. Yeah, I think Dallas. Ooh, Dallas, I think Dallas has. Too good. I mean, their offensive efficiency over the last you know last year's offensive numbers were insane. They but have now to. They loaded up their defense. I mean, how many defense is young? Many, they got to they, they upgraded. They completely upgraded their coach too. Yeah, I mean that'll be the the biggest part to see what it does. Uh, so, but yeah. to me, with I'm a Dallas fan as well, and, and so is odds. But um, if, and, and also, if you if you can't see this, and hopefully we put some clips out, but he's wearing a Moose Johnston jersey, which is just <laughs> a big flex, but. Uh, until I see Dallas win a playoff game, it's just hard for me to put any money yeah, on it's them. Very good. Um, so I'll go Saints Ravens. Okay. That's my. I, I think the Saints have gotten kicked out two years in a row, and I think uh, Drew Brees has a chip on his shoulder, and um, their defense got a little bit better. And I like that continuity again. Continuity, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I like it. And I mean, the gonna... Ravens aren't going to be skipping a beat either. I think if anything, they got better. Um, they got better. Yeah. Definitely, you got a few wideouts. In the draft, they got a few running backs. Although, mm-hmm. as you said, you know the the rookies won't be doing much. But um, right, I think it's the Ravens' year. Um, with, I love it. The Saints, my boys. Before we, we have bef- an MVP, I have an MVP. Ooh, ooh. okay. No, no, Let's no, get no. that. Go ahead. Um, so two years ago, Pat Mahomes in his second year won the MVP. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson in his second year won the MVP. This year. Kyler Murray in the second year wins the MVP. So do you think they need to get into the playoffs to make that happen? Does that make Cardinals a playoff bound team? I think, I think, I think it would mean that. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing I I love about that play and, and what are the odds on that? That's gotta be a good value. Yeah. 2,500. Plus 2,500. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury is going to have that offense running plays. That pace that they're going to be going at, even if they're handing the ball off a decent clip, you know, uh, Drake had a great year, you know, for them in the yeah. back half. Um, 
But yeah, I, I do and like that. I think added, and they added Hopkins, who's obviously Hopkins, a top three. Hopkins pound for pound could be the best wide receiver in the NFL. So no doubt, added no him, doubt. and and you got old man grandpa Larry Fitzgerald, who just doesn't yeah. go away. No, Fitzgerald is the perfect the perfect mentor for to, for somebody like him and Christian Kirk and the rest of those guys they're trying to build around. It's just defensively they're going to have to get a little bit better, but that's kind of what makes Kyle Murray a fun pick because they're going to be they're going to be trying to score a lot of points. Right, right. Uh, now, he was the only one out of that bunch to win Rookie of the Year the year before, right? Um, because Lamar and uh, Mahomes probably didn't start in their rookie year. Uh, I don't remember yeah. if Lamar did. Uh, yeah, no, Lamar definitely didn't because Lamar. Yeah, in his he did towards season. the end of the year, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was right away. And you're right. I so, don't think- I don't think Mahomes did either. So I need to I need to mention this because you're a Jets fan, but I'm on the Action Network um, okay. website, and uh, they have a Jets logo next to Lamar Jackson's name for some reason. So uh, <laughs> breaking news? Are we breaking news? There is some break. That's breaking news. The Jets have a Lamar Jackson on the team. Oh, they do. So they just coded the wrong name. Yeah, he's undrafted. So you can bet the Jets Lamar Jackson plus seven. What's his MVP right odds? What's his MVP odds? <laughs> it's plus seven hundred. I wonder what the I wonder what the Ravens Lamar Jackson is because he's not even listed. So um, I thought that was kind of funny. Maybe can we can we get a can we get an inside little uh, line real quick? You know, can we fade that real quick? Yeah, yeah, we can go any. We can go other. Yeah, uh, but I also other. think I mean you know Jimmy Garoppolo at plus four thousand and then Josh Allen at plus six thousand. Can't go wrong with that either. So maybe sprinkle a little bit on those. Yeah. Jimmy I just don't think Shanahan's going to play enough. You, you think he's you, – or not play enough, uh, throw enough in that offense. Right, right. I, I I do agree. I mean, especially the red zone numbers, but their red zone efficiency was, was – I think it was top four I saw. And um, – but it was top four. And like you said, Kittle only had five touchdowns last year. So I did, I did have to cross-reference that. And uh, you're right. They don't throw it in the red zone a lot. Yeah. So you may be right with that. So love it. So before we let you go, okay, we've got a game tomorrow night. As okay. people will be listening to this on a Thursday, right? Chiefs, Chiefs, Texans. Do you have a pick for that game? Do you do you have Have you posted anything publicly yet? Or uh, I have um, not posted anything public yet, public publicly. Um, Looks like the line is either nine or ten, depending on where you where you bet. I definitely. I think like it opened at ten and shifted down a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I'll let I'll let Ann uh, answer this one because I don't I don't really have a good feel for that one. I don't know yet. Still <laughs> still undecided. But I feels like a te- feels like a Texas plus ten type of bet to me. But if you can still get yeah, 10, which is crazy. And I, the reason that I probably will stay away from it because I can't. There's nothing in my gut that says that's the right play. This Did feels I, like a teaser bet, doesn't it? Feels like a little ten point. Oh, tease. tease it, tease it down. Yeah, get the Chiefs, seven enough, or do you need to go for all even? ten? Oh, there you time. go. That that'll get blown up on the, the last leg on Sunday. Twenty-one yeah. or uh, I can see the Chiefs winning yeah. by twenty-one or or by like five. So I don't feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, wait. I wrote about that tomorrow night. I'm really excited. Exactly, exactly. I wrote about that AFC South division. I just think Bill O'Brien is running that team into the ground. Um, oh, I love cool. Deshaun Watson. I just think he's left with a pile of you know, call it what you will around him. Right? It's just not quality they didn't have a good offseason they overpaid for veterans they shipped some guys out like what's that 
Will Fuller. You only have Will Fuller, right? Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks. Will Fuller, the pride of the pride of Notre Dame. I hope he stays healthy. Kenny Stills as well. Who? Um, Kenny yeah. Stills. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know Randall Cobb. I think Crosby Stills and Nash. David Johnson. <laughs> David yeah, Johnson, the return. So the return. If he stays healthy. He did he look like he was in shape. Eight. Who knows? It's just it's going to be a it's going to be a weird game. But hopefully, hopefully the TV does it justice and we don't miss the crowd too much. And yeah, either way, Especially the beers at will be Arrowhead. Fun. Beers will be flowing. Beers will be flowing. I, I think I'll probably end up doing a total. Probably see you know we could probably cook something on that. But uh, Love why, that. why even touch? Why even touch the spread? Don't touch the spread. Don't touch the spread. Total just enjoy the game. Just be happy it's back, guys. Just be happy it's total. back. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Well, tell now, how are you approaching can... the? But before we let you go, how are you approaching? We we need to get in the mind of the strategy. We're going to try and do this with okay. everyone. The right. the NFL the Dad Bods NFL leaderboard contest. Like, mm-hmm. stake your claim now. I mean, call your shot. Are you are you winning this thing? Like, how are you going I like about where it? Your heads out. I like your heads out. So, uh, <laughs> I um. I think my main goal is to uh, to kick Sharky Waters Nation's butt first off, right, Ooh. Sharky? <laughs> oh, uh, little mentor mentee action. <laughs> I don't know. He's coming hard at me the other day. So, uh, right back at you. No, I, I just hope we have some fun, man. Uh, I hope everyone participates with it good, and uh, yeah, I hope yeah. everyone's like really into it. But um, I think they will be. I've been, I've been. I've been, you know, all over Action Network looking at where the money's going and kind of just going from there. Because I think, I think the NFL seeing where the money is and seeing the splits on the, uh, the amount, the, the bets placed versus the money placed, I think it's a good stat. So I've been using that a little bit. But um, maybe I, I think I'm going to go for pun. I don't know. I think I'm going to go for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just hoping I finish in the top half of this thing. I have – I'm looking forward to seeing if I can actually bet NFL. Who, who do you think who, – who's the odds-on favorite, you think? Man, probably – it's got to be odds. He's the NFL guy. I, I, won't, I, mean, I don't believe him. Yeah, this right. is kind of his reputation on the line, isn't it? I, I, yeah. Yeah, it could, it could get dicey. <laughs> I got to – I'm trying to, uh, trying to put it out there. Oh, God. Well, dude, I'm glad we finally got you on. We'll have you on again, obviously. Absolutely, I mean, bro. Yeah, let's do a cheers and you can find him at Lockbets at lockbets.net or is it at lockbets? Lock underscore at lock underscore or just go to lockbets.net. Although I yeah, the website exists, guys. You the can website find him exists. at lockbets. www.lockbets.net. Absolutely. And uh, buy a package, get his picks. Yeah. Just Chat him up. Give me $10,000 and get every single max play. One Bitcoin will get you a year. Yeah, only crypto. <laughs> Boys, I appreciate you guys having me. We appreciate it, man, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you. Cheers, Cheers, brother. Later. Ladies, fellas, degenerates, if you like porn spreads, money lines, Overs, unders, and everything in between. Well, then pour yourself a nightcap. Cozy up with that special someone. Go check out Gunspigs on Twitter. That's right, Gunspigs. For all your sports fan needs. MLB, 
NBA, college basketball, college football, and NFL. That's right, Guns Picks. G-U-N-Z. P-I-C-K-S-O-E-S Gunspits Where winners are made And we always get paid Alright, welcome back everybody For our next guest Who just heard his sexy voice In the promo read How could you not be ready for this? It's Mr. Gun, Guns Picks. You can find him on Twitter at Guns Picks, Guns with a Z. What's up, my friend? Let's talk a little college football. Ladies, gentlemen, degenerates. <laughs> What's going on, guys? That made me want to open a seltzer. <laughs> I'm already double stacked here in my uh, Patriots Cup. So we are in Love it. it. So I know college football kind of started already, but it, the big boys haven't played yet. So. Right. Um, this is kind of another default kind of preview for college football as we kind of discuss the landscape and what, what to expect this year. And, and uh, I feel like some of it gets lost in the shuffle of NBA yeah. and NHL and MLB. We're already going NFL is about to come back, but yet we've had, we've already had some, you know, some tough games, but, but some fun games to watch. I, I yeah. love watching the service Academy. So it's great to yeah. see the triple option back. In yeah. Play. And, and guns was, I was going to have you remind everybody kind of, cause you're the college football expert, but, I mean, we have the we have the Big Twelve, the ACC, and the SEC playing. Um, those are the power, the three of the five Power Five conferences that are playing. But who? What other conferences are still going? Yeah, you got the AAC. You got the American Conference. Um, they're still playing. You got the Sun Belt, the Fun Belt. That's still playing. Uh, and you got Conference USA too. So really, what you're going to see this weekend is a lot more of the. Uh, interconference play, you'll see a little bit of the Big 12 play in the Conference mm-hmm. USA. You'll see a lot of those strong Conference USA teams uh, and also a little bit of the uh, Sun Belt, which is going to be a little bit interesting. And it's just a splash of a little bit of uh, interconference play. I know Florida State's going to be playing Georgia Tech, um, but it's, it's really going to be interesting to see how those teams kind of combine and interact. And you'll see who, you know, a little bit of competition between the conferences in the early weeks. Whereas once you get into week three, week four, it's going to be a little bit more of the interconference play. How much did teams change and those schedules change with how they were approaching conference play? Did, did a lot of teams take a different approach because of everything going on? Um. I think they 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 were kind of forced to. So, like, you look at Notre Dame, for example. They had to jump in the ACC. Now, when you see Notre Dame, they used, used to do, like, five or six uh, ACC games a year, and they kind of set their own schedule, uh, kind of hitting some of those uh, stronger uh, opponents. Like, they were supposed to play Wisconsin and Green Bay on a neutral field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you, you, had, you saw some adjustments here and there, but it's more so they're, they're kind of shifting everything up and expanding it out as far as the uh, uh, conference play goes. So, it's going to be a lot of competition within each other uh, earlier than later. And what you're going to see is uh, towards the end of the year, I mean, you look at some of these conferences and I was looking at some of the, the guy, you know, the experience that was coming back. There's a, like the ACC, for example, is going to be very, very competitive in my opinion 
versus if you're looking in the Sun Belt, you're looking in um, Conference USA, I see like one or two teams that are just going to compete with, yeah. with each other. And it's going to be kind of the same old story there. And uh, I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out, especially with college football and having less crowds, like the student section not being loud. Yeah. Momentum during a game at a home game. I mean, that's everything to a team. It's everything. It's in communication on the field. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing. It's that's a that's a much bigger deal in in college football than it is in professional football. I know there are some obviously some some NFL fields that have a home field advantage, but for the most part, communication in college um, and just also being a younger guy with not a professional. I mean, you go to a, a packed out road crowd, you're gonna not play as well usually. Right. Is a difference between running through a brick wall and then running through paper, I guess. <laughs> so this is one of those years where if you had, you know, you're, you're playing your rival on the road, you're probably happy about it because next year you kind of get a real home game. Hopefully. Yeah. It's going to be weird to see like a, uh, the iron bowl and it's going to be like kind of oh. mild and quiet. <laughs> they'll probably, they'll, they'll pack that stadium somehow. Won't they? Yeah. yeah they'll, uh, think... they'll, they'll find a way. <laughs> hey, LSU says they're going to put in 25,000 fans and that's what quarter mm-hmm. their maximum that they can put into the stadium. If you're on that southern side, how long are you going to last without, you know, packing in your stadiums as much as possible? The, all the all the people are probably going to shift to whatever side of the field where the other team is. Right. ABL <laughs> <laughs> just change seats the entire game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even just looking at the the slate, it's so strange to see. It's still a lot of games, but you're used to on a college football Saturday just it's like an endless scroll on score mobile or ESPN, yeah. right? Like you can't, you can't get through everything. And it's definitely a, a shorter, shorter slate. You're used to looking at 50 or 60 games. For me, it's a little yeah. bit refreshing because it's a little bit less work mm-hmm. to, to look at all those games. Cause I'll look at everything to just try to find an angle somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this year alone, I mean, usually by the second weekend, you usually have like one big game. I think last year, uh, Texas and LSU played each other. Yeah, they did. In week Early two. On, yeah. so, right. Yeah. So it, it's going to be interesting for sure. And Texas played them pretty well. They had a chance to win that game at one point. Oh, it's high scoring. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was high scoring. And, and uh, as the Big 12. Herman's always is. got the boys playing, playing as a dog. He's always got them rearing to go. Yeah, as a dog. It's kind of like OU. If, you, if OU's ever a dog, you, you have to bet them usually. But. Um, right. they're, they're very rarely a dog, especially in the conference. And, uh, and even this year, OU is going to be strong. I mean, they're bringing back you, 16. Yeah. What do you think about them? Um, if you, I just look at the big 12, it's going to be, I think it's a three horse race mm-hmm. uh, between Oklahoma, Texas and Oklahoma state. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit worried about the dynamic with the team on Oklahoma state after, you know, yeah. Chubba Hubbard and, and yeah. Mike Dundee kind of conflicted there uh, earlier this summer. Um, but it's kind of the same, the same old teams, but it's going to be competitive. You got Oklahoma bringing back 16 starters. They, of course, this is the first time Lincoln Riley actually has a quarterback that he recruited mm-hmm. uh, starting for him. Uh, you know, in uh, years past, he's kind of produced uh, Heisman caliber quarterbacks. Uh, this guy, Spencer Rattler, everybody's talking about is this, you know, up and comer. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be, you know, uh, the Heisman hopeful at some point. Um, I mean, he I, has like the second or third best Heisman odds, doesn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, which is crazy. weird. 
because I think it's a leak. Lincoln Riley is the quarterback whisperer, and he has yeah. such a great exactly. Well, and and two power five teams are off the board, so that helps. Right, and it's weird because he's in a conference with, uh, you know, Texas and Oklahoma State, who have two veteran quarterbacks. Yeah, on, I mean, Hub- Hubbard team. is up there too. I think he's maybe fourth on the list. Right, um, Ellinger's up there as too. Um, yeah, but. yeah. You always you put the guys that you remember. That I mean, I, I think guys like that get not noticed, and I'm and kind of shifting into the AC. You talk about Trevor Lawrence, obviously, but you, Sam Howell with uh, UNC really put up some big stats last year. He put up 3,800 plus with uh, in uh, Mac Brown's offense last year, and he's yeah. produced a Heisman hopeful too. I, Does I Notre mean, Dame have anybody? Does Notre Dame have anybody that you think that could jump into that? Into that uh, watch? Are they going to throw the ball enough this year? I mean, with the quarterbacks, I mean, they got a veteran quarterback in at Notre Dame. And the thing with him is one thing, he doesn't make mistakes. Who is it? Is it Book? Yeah, Ian Book. Yeah. Uh, so, so he doesn't make mistakes. He, throw, he doesn't take chances like a lot of like athletic quarterbacks will. And uh, – Brian Kelly runs a very balanced offense. He usually has like a, you know, uh, really depth, depth in the uh, uh, running back category. So he'll run a lot of uh, runs out of the shotgun and play a little bit of play action and, mm-hmm. and hit like short passes and just kind of be efficient, which is not really what you see into a Heisman quarterback. Granted, they have the, the veteran aspect with Ian Book in there. I think this is his third year as a full-time starter. Yeah. So, I mean, and and he has one of the best offenses. He probably has the number two offensive line in the country, in my opinion. Oklahoma having the first one because they won yeah. the uh, uh, top lineman award last year. And they're, they're bringing back four out of five. God, they uh, just reload. God, it's so annoying. But they just they just reload every year. Yeah, just a bevy of talent. <laughs> well, it's it's so annoying. annoying. Especially so for annoying. a especially for a young quarterback going to his, you know, first start. I mean, mm-hmm. and you have that line. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, that line won the top uh, line in the well, nation and they last don't, year. And they, and they don't get, they don't hold the ball very long. They're kind of a quick no. three-step drop and, and go, mm-hmm. which is great, which is a first read kind of offense, um, which is also awesome for a, a new sort, a new quarterback and no crowds, which is awesome. So right. Rattler is poised. You're What's right the Oklahoma that. State chatter? What's the Oklahoma State chatter like for the, you know, being in it as a fan? You know, I think so. The the Hubbard and Chuba Hubbard and Gundy stuff has kind of really quieted down, um, and I think they're over that. Um, Gundy saved face barely, but he saved face and he's still there. Uh, he needs a big year this year, though. I think he has the horses. They have almost the returning defense coming back. Like, I think maybe ten out of twelve guys. He has 10 That's, guys on defense returning yeah, for uh, yeah. Oklahoma State. They got a, tran- a, a good transfer coming in to play cornerback. Um, I forgot where he came from. Um, and then um, their offense is obviously loaded with Tyler Wallace coming back from ACL. He was a Blitnikoff guy the year before. He got hurt. Um, it, right. And on the offensive line side, I always look at the offensive line. They're going to be like, thin. They're going to be thin. They lost one of their – one of their key offensive linemen, he he left the team. They brought a they brought in a big transfer from West Virginia though that was yeah. second team all, all conference uh, that's the year help. before. So that's going to help them like kind of fill though that mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chubber, 
I mean, Chubba Hubbard is just going to be electric anyways. And yeah. you got, you got Spe- yeah, you got Spencer Sanders in there. I think he's going to run all over the place. Right. I mean, with no crowds and no noise, I think he's just going to he's going to look faster and be, and be better. Um, I think he might be a nice little flyer Heisman candidate. Although running backs just don't t- seem to win anymore. No, was um, it, you got like what Reggie Bush or you know I'm trying to think even uh, maybe uh, the Henry like Derek that. Henry Derek Henry run it run. yeah yeah but, I mean I mean he could he put I mean he put up uh, like almost 2200 yards last year 21 touchdowns and I mean and he, he got set out a lot of games at the end I mean, I mean he got overshadowed by Shane Bur- I mean uh, uh, Joe Burrow yeah so I mean what he did was just unbelievable last year yeah you couldn't yeah you couldn't he, I, I was surprised he didn't get invited though i was really right. shocked that he didn't get invited in there with those i think it was just who was it burrow hurts and uh it was the three Lawrence, quarterbacks wasn't it Lawrence, Lawrence, uh fields and two uh, oh, yeah. maybe it was four was it justin fields and tua maybe i don't and, i can't remember and Lawrence not get invited maybe it was four of them but see, it's but either way, it's hard for a running back to get in there. You got, I mean, you rushed for twenty one hundred yards and didn't even get an invite. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, so let's uh, let's kind of transition into a little bit of. Uh, do you know? Do you do you have any any bets that you're looking at for this upcoming week? Um, uh, heading into week games, two, well, maybe not, not week one games that you're looking forward to watching as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be looking forward to Notre Dame and Duke. Uh, yeah. You know, Notre Dame's first game at home. I mean, I'm all, I don't bet on Notre Dame games. Uh, I'll just mm-hmm. say that. Uh, so you'll never see that on my card because one, when they're a, f- a huge favorite, I just they're gonna like lose. They're gonna like win by 14 instead of winning by 21. I, yeah. I like Notre Dame as an underdog every time. So I will. I will say this: if, if I ever see Notre Dame as an underdog, I usually take them. Um, just be, just, and I'll just say, "Hey, this is a fan pick." But, um, anyways, uh, <laughs> so the, you know, just early looks at the card. I usually lock most of my picks in on a Friday night, early Saturday morning. But mm-hmm. I saw a couple that really caught my eye um, for this weekend. So South Alabama is playing Tulane, um, and I took South Alabama at plus nine. Now they're playing at home against Tulane. Now Tulane doesn't have their top offensive threat, McMillan, who was their top rusher, top, you know, their QB, their top passer. Mm-hmm. Um, they played well last week. And actually South Alabama is four and one against the spread as a home underdog and home openers. And if you look at Tulane, it's even a better stat. Uh, Tulane lost 12 out of the last 15 road openers, seven <laughs> straight, but most of those games were within seven points. So uh, just look at that. Game. Yeah. Seeing South Alabama and they, and they played well against Southern Miss last week. I I'm leaning. Uh, actually, I already locked them in at, at plus nine South Alabama. And I'm, I'm going to roll with them. I, I, they had 500 plus yards in total offense last week. They have a lot of experience coming back. Granted, they haven't been the strongest team in the past. But they, they're usually like every three or four years, they're gonna, they stay relatively competitive, especially at home. And I think that's just a good spot with them getting plus, uh, you know, seven, you know, seven points. Nine. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, especially yeah. with having a game under their belt already. 
you know, compared to, you know, now it's their home opener. They've already got one. And that's the difference too, is when you look at week one, and this is just kind of like a tip, start looking at who's coming back on offense and defense. Look how many starters are coming back, especially during this time where they didn't have spring ball. They didn't have a lot of time in the summer. And I, I, I listened to an interview with uh, Satterfield, who's a coach at Louisville. And it, it, he keeps bringing up, he's like, we didn't have a lot of time to, to work with one another, but I feel confident with this team because they've already know my system. They know what mm -hmm. to do. We mm -hmm. did the workouts and, you know, once we get on the field, they already know the plays. So when you've got that team that's a little bit younger, a little bit fresher, it's going to be harder for them going up against a veteran team in the first yeah. couple of weeks. That's a good point. Yeah, veteran teams should should be a lot more a lot ready, more ready to handle what's going to happen in this weird season. Um, right. And who are some of those veteran teams? I guess you got Clemson, Notre Dame, Clemson, um, Clemson, is, Texas to an extent as well. Yeah, um, Clemson. I hate Clemson's, to say it, but Clemson's not as veteran as you think they are. I know you got Trevor Lawrence coming back. Uh, mm -hmm. a, a lot of their front line on the defensive side is coming back, but they lost a lot of those guys to the NFL. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so if you look at the, like Notre Dame, for example, they're bringing back their entire offensive line, like complete. That's good. That's, That's huge. huge. Granted, they lost their top receiver. They lost their top tight end. Uh, they lost their top running back. They still got the quarterback. So it's, it's the biggest thing is you, Look at their offensive line. Look at their defensive line. That's kind of where things start. If you give a, if you give even just a young quarterback a little bit, another second, second and a half, that's everything. That's that's separation between yep. the receiver and a, yep. and a corner. So, um, I mean, Oklahoma's bringing a lot of people back. I talked about that. Oklahoma State, um, Louisiana for the Sun Belt. That they've always been kind of the you know, the, the team that always got the runner-up trophy to Appalachian State, I think they can really challenge them this year. Appalachian State coming off almost getting to a New Year's six, uh, six Bowl and actually ending the season ranked. But they lost uh, a decent amount, and Louisiana's coming back with a lot, and they're coming back hungry. So look for them. Uh, UAB's coming back with a lot of experience. Western Kentucky. Um, just, to, just to hit some of these, like, uh, I guess mm – -hmm smaller schools but uh unc is coming back with a ton of talent especially like uh 10 guys on offense including uh sam howe like i talked about before yeah they're they're coming in ranked yeah a lot of people yeah. are talking about them and not a lot of people talking about uh louisville i'm a big fan of scott satterville who came from appalachian state he took a team that was two and eleven in 2018 wow. and turned them around and made them a bowl team and they won the bowl wow. so I, I mean just I mean, just looking at teams like that, and, and he's bringing back a bevy, the same, virtually the same team that he had last year under his tutelage. They're, they're an up-and-comer. UNC's an up-and-comer. Miami's another one that brought in a couple transfers, Derek King and uh, Quincy Roche, who was the uh, AC, AAC player of the year on defense. I, I mean, the I've ACC – I've seen a lot of people on that Miami game. That Miami minus thirteen. I was gonna say, are you, are you get, do either you have a play for that tomorrow? It's like minus thirteen, minus fourteen, uh, Miami right now. That's actually one of my second plays, and I'm not gonna. And it's not Miami. They're playing Ooh. UAB. Yeah. So, so UAB is getting fourteen UAB and a half right now. Last week, right? Didn't they? They. 
It's it won 45-35. That's correct. Central Arkansas. So, yeah, I so that close, though. It, I, think. I look at this game as perception versus reality. Mm-hmm. So, the granted, the outcome was 10 points. You got to look at where the scores came from. 21 points of the scores came from. One was a fumble recovery off, mm-hmm. a, I think, a punt uh, muff. And then they had two garbage touchdowns within six minutes. And, wow. UAB, and UEB is uh, – they were eighth last year in yards per game on D with 305 yards given up. And Miami's 17th at 309. So they're very close as far as the defensive as- aspect is concerned. I think the number is inflated because of Derek King and, and what he can do, at, what he did at Houston. Um, he's taken a year off. Oh, I forgot he was there. Yeah. He, so he went to Houston, took a year off, went to Miami. Um, Getting 14 and a half with a team that I think is going to win Conference USA, and that's my pick to win Conference USA is UAB. I mean, I like that number a lot. And also, the under, the over and under right now has gotten inflated from 49 to 55 in, in some areas. So I took him mm-hmm. at, at an yeah. under at 55. I think there's going to be a little bit of growing. Pay. I, I don't, I think D.R. King is probably the best quarterback Miami's ever had in that area for years. Yeah. But I think there's going to be some growing pains not having those reps, especially with a team that's already played one week. Yeah. And it played together for years. It's like the yeah. same team. So I like UAB plus 14 and a half and the under at 55. Cool. I like that. Especially if you can get it over two touchdowns and you're over that key number. Yeah, you know? no doubt. I think, no doubt. I, I think people are, start, are just flooding the over right now and the value is gone at 48, 49. I mean, you got to take it when it's in flight. That's a buyback. Yeah. Five or six, you got to start buying it back. Yeah. 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 Maybe it'll adjust a little bit tomorrow, but. Right. Who knows? Any other big plays for for Saturday you're targeting, or or just any other games you're sitting back and watching? I got I got one that I'm I'm just gonna monitor. I'm gonna call it a monitor right now. I haven't taken the play right yet. Watch. Set set the alerts. So, like I said before, I really like uh, Louisville this year. I think they're going to be a talented mm-hmm. squad under Satterville. They're playing Western Kentucky, who's a very strong team in Conference USA and are the reigning champions there. Now, if you look at the last two years, they played each other. So the first year they played each other was 2018. And they uh, uh, Louisville snuck away with a win at 20 to 17 the year. It was one of their two wins. Um, and, you know, they kind of had the same story. They both like, had a bad year. One was three and nine. One was two and uh, 11, I think. And they, they came the next year and actually did better. But when they played each other last year uh, at a neutral field in Nashville, they uh, Louisville won 38 to 21, uh, Hmm. which is a 17 point spread. Um, They're getting 11 and a half at this point as their favorite and they're playing at home. So, and this is a team that, doesn't normally do well against the run in the past. If you look at uh, how they played interconference, but against Western Kentucky, who has a great runner in uh, Gage Walker, they they held him to 43 yards rushing and and they held him to 245 on the pass, uh, and that was around week two. So we're in that kind of situation again, mm-hmm. and they're giving us 11 and a half. I'm gonna watch it because it feels a little bit sneaky to me. 
Mm-hmm. I want to see how. What was? Do you know what the spread was on the the opening pregame spread on the it was a, on the thirty eight twenty one? Yeah, game? I, I saw the opener at eleven, so it's it's ticked so up a similar. half a point. Those are so the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, and uh, both teams have <clears throat> you know similar experience. Both bringing sixteen starters mm-hmm. back. Uh, Louisville's won eleven straight in this matchup, uh, and Western Kentucky is twelve and twenty one uh, within state rivals. They don't do well. Uh, against like your run-of-the-mill Kentuckys, Louisville's, what have you. So um, the Hilltoppers, the Hilltoppers, yeah. great name. But um, what a great mascot! <laughs> yeah, it, always. Yeah, a couple, a couple of, uh, I don't know if if you look around, you buy a few magazines. They have Western Kentucky ranked as uh, the top team to win Conference USA because they won it last year. But um, I don't know. I like UAB. I'm a sucker for. <laughs> There's a lot of it. Ton of huge spreads this week, you know. Huge. I mean, OU is like forty-two. Always, you always see that early on, yeah, and kind of navigate that. Yeah, I always yeah. joke and just say to you, just autopilot the uh, the dogs, and is is there value in that at some of the large numbers? But I think it's all over the place. Well, we asked, we asked uh, Locke earlier for his Super Bowl prediction. So <laughs> we're gonna ask you. So we only okay. we have to ask you for your college football prediction. Yeah, your playoffs. Give give me your your fourteen playoff. Your fi- your final four. Who makes and it? And will Notre Dame make it? Whoa. Drum roll. Drum roll. And if they make it, will they join the ACC for good? Uh, they will. They won't join the ACC because I think there's probably some television money issue with NBC that's tied into there. I I don't know. I don't under, I don't. You know they don't have the books open, so I don't know what's going on. Um, ACC. Um, all right. So Clemson and Notre Dame have to play each other at home. Actually, I'm sorry. Notre Dame has to, uh, Clemson has to play Notre Dame at home in November. Mm. So that's going to be a tough day for Clemson. Who's go- So if whoever wins that game, the other team's going to win the ACC, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to say Notre Dame wins the ACC. Okay. Um, Big 12. I, shocker. Shocker, I, everybody. That's a shocker. Everybody's on Clemson. I think, the you know, there's no value in Clemson. I look for value. So pick a team with value. That's Notre Dame. <laughs> All right? And maybe I'm a fan. I don't know. Spoken, like, right. spoken like a true the Notre Golden Dame Golden Domers. Yeah. yeah. I do like Ian Buck. He doesn't make mistakes, so I'm, I'm not used to that as a – I'll give you that. I think that's a good pick. I mean, I think – I think Notre Dame's poised. I think they got a great team. Um, it's going to be a toss-up. I could see a situation where Clemson and Notre Dame both get in the Final Four. Right. Um, so, but that Nova, So if Notre Dame wins that November game, I mean, if they're both undefeated, then they go to the. Then they could they play in the? Could they play in the? Which which side of the conference is Notre Dame? Uh, that I, joining. That I don't know. I don't know how that's working. If they're all combined now, I I, I haven't looked at that. Uh, to see if if they they may have just periodically just put Notre Dame in the the opposite side. I hope they did because it would suck if they were the same one. Try and balance it a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So keep talking. I'm going to look that up. Okay. Um. So for the Big Twelve, um, wow. Uh, I think uh, Rattler's probably a little bit too young. I think this is probably Texas's time. Uh, with with Ellinger, and uh, love it. So uh, he listen when I watched that Big Twelve championship, you saw Texas dominate most of the game, and then they kind of went, "Oh wait, what's going on?" Yeah, 
So uh, another year older, another year wiser, uh, going against a, a kid at this point who doesn't have the experience. I'll take the veteran quarterback over the young quarterback. So I'm yeah. going to go with Texas on that one. Yeah. yeah. I think there's um, still good, there's SEC, good value there too. And, and, I, and I'm probably going on, on more of the underdog trend, but I love, you know what? This is do or die for situation for Texas A&M with uh, Jimbo Fisher in his third year. This is the resume builder. It's been three years already. It's, it's been two years already. I, wow. It's his, it's his third year. Yeah. So he's bringing back a very veteran squad. Um, I think it's going to be a battle to go and try to beat an Alabama team. I think they're probably the other contender in that one because they're bringing back uh, Najee Harris at running back. Mm-hmm. They have a young quarterback this year because uh, two is not there anymore. But I this veteran squad you got to understand with texas a&m and i want to talk about this a little bit so they they lost five games last year and three of them were to number one ranked opponents yeah in the nation they lost to clemson and they lost to alabama and lsu yep so this you know a year wiser i mean i i and you look at their schedule and you got lsu is not going to be as good I think they're at the very least going to be in the SEC championship. So I would take, I would strongly look at Texas A&M as just a future to win the SEC just for value purposes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, who's our final spot then? And then you can round it out. You got a wild card. I mean, you can go, you can go Clemson. You can go. Um, yeah. It, I, I, Central <laughs> Florida. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't UAB. know. UAB. Does UAB keep the magic? The magic and the faith alive. No. Do the hill do the hilltoppers climb climb the hill and? I think you're probably going to be looking at a major <laughs> conference opponent, and I don't think you're going to be looking at the Big Twelve. I don't think you're going to be looking at um, any of the smaller conference, Conference USA or the or the yeah, Sun Belt. You're going to be looking probably at the ACC or the SEC. Yep. And. Um, I would probably lean Clemson. Yeah, it's going to be hard to keep that out. Yeah, I want to say I like I was thinking between I was like, is Florida going to be good? Florida just seems to be. They're going to be good. They're you know they got the bevy of talent, but they always get caught somewhere against a certain part. Alabama. I don't know a whole lot about what they have coming back. I know, obviously, Alabama's missing their missing Tua. Um, but Auburn has Bo Nix coming back, who was great last year. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be wide open. It feels wide open. It really does, which is always which is great. And it's always yeah. hard for me to tell because when you look at the experience factor with Alabama, mm-hmm. they're bringing back like – actually, uh, the top receiver didn't go to the NFL. He's still there, uh, who had the most yards and the most receptions. I can't think of the kid's name right now, but Najee Harris was their top receiver last year. Um, they lost a little bit on the line, a little bit on the defense, but they always reload. They always have guys just waiting five stars. Yeah. I, yeah. It's almost like who cares if they lose, they got another guy coming in. I don't know. I just I think, good. I think you got to watch out for Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. Yeah, I, it's a good pick. And, uh, and just to answer your our ACC question earlier, it is just one big conference. Mm-hmm. They lumped so it off. So there's I no like divisions. So, I mean, a, a Clemson uh, Notre Dame championship is feasible. 
Um, don't sleep on. Wait, how come you guys didn't pick any uh, any Big Ten teams? What, what happened? <laughs> I, big the Big Ten chose not to not to play this year, uh, very early, and nobody knows why. But they can I, either look smart or they're going to look really dumb. Well, no I, middle. I thought they were entertaining October. Is, is that? Uh, not that's what case. I thought. Yeah, and that was yeah. that kind of came back. Yeah, the again, White right? House came out and approved all their stuff. So they <laughs> they are they are. There's no. It's up to them now if they want to play. Uh, I don't think they're going to. It's a tremendous plan. It's, I think it's too little, too late. I think they jumped late. the gun, thinking yeah. everybody was going to jump ship with them, and they had the Pac-12 on their side. Yeah. I mean, the Pac-12 is just in shambles, in my opinion, but. Um, yeah, that's a leadership issue that's going to unfold pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, yeah especially when, when you start seeing these teams lose recruits because uh, right. their resume is not there from this year, whereas the ACC and all these other conferences are have it. So I feel bad for the Michigans and the Ohio States. Well, not really, but uh, they <laughs> – <laughs> I don't really like watching the – and this is going to – I feel bad for Harbaugh. I don't really like watching Big Ten football, so I don't really care. Why you don't like good uh, defense and and just no. running the ball? Th- no, I don't. I don't like grass. I don't like grass growing <laughs> up to the people's ankles and at Northwestern. Well, why yeah. would you? You're a Big Twelve fan. Exactly. Let's get some turf. Let's get some. Let's get some speed. Yeah. You like Sandlot. Type I only football. root for Rutgers, so I I need the Big Ten. Yeah, the Big Twelve you had know, some great defensive stats last year and did great in the bowl games as far as defense goes. I think the problem with the Big Twelve is the perception of no defense, and all of the offenses within the conferences are so good. I mean, yeah. when you have to get guard four or five receivers on every down. To, I mean, what are you right. supposed to do? I mean, um, OU is very close. They're very close to winning a playoff game. Right, uh, they get there every year. They're so close. They're just their de- their defense needs to improve, and I think you're going to see that as they they're starting to get some, a lot better recruits on defense. Well, yeah. they always have to play the the best SEC school. So, like last yeah. year, they played LSU. The year before that, yeah. they had to play Alabama. Yeah. They almost beat Alabama. I thought they was that was going to be yeah. that you know that I mean, they go, they go they win the big games and they go up to Ohio State and win them and Baker plants the flag and does all that bullshit, but. <laughs> And they go to Tennessee and win at Tennessee. They go to Florida State, win at Florida State. And so the Big 12 gets a bad rap and they with for the defense. But I think the problem with the Big 12 isn't necessarily the defense. It's, it's the bottom three of that conference are pretty bad. Like Kansas is horrible. Terrible. Um, and that hurts them. And they only have 10 teams. Right. Um, and that hurts them as well. So, I mean, I'm going to miss that interconference. Well, I love it. I mean, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. But these are uh, great picks. You can find this stud on uh, on Twitter at Guns Picks. He gave you a couple winners for this weekend and week two in college football. But before I let him go, I need to ask him a very important question. Oh, no. and we're going to close on this. Oh, okay. no. But this man is also invited to the Capper Contest, the Dad Bods NFL leaderboard that we described before. He's one of the 16 finest that we could find out there. Um, so we just wanted to talk shop, talk strategy. I mean, how are you approaching this? Now we're switching gears a little bit, NCAA to, to NFL, but how are you going to attack your your three plays a week? You know, what, what do you want to accomplish? Are you about to call your shot? Are you winning this thing? Like, what's on the table? I mean, if if you saw my stats, and I'm, I'm going to post those up, my best sport <laughs> last year was NFL. 
Oh, uh, uh-oh. Okay. Shot so, fired. So Lockbet <laughs> said it was your worst sport. I mean, I have to have him fact check. Well, he's wrong. But the, yeah, because I had, I think I had the last three weeks, I like, I had a bad run and I still hit 56%. So even with that bad run. So, yeah, I would say NFL remarkably is my best. I analyze college a lot more. Right. But I wouldn't consider it my best sport. You may be more of a college fan, but you enjoy betting the NFL. Is that kind of a good way to put it? Right. Yeah. Well, you're a big Patriots fan, though. I mean, you're just a football fan in general. So. Yeah, I like. I understand. Yeah, it's the same premise as looking at college as looking at the NFL. Is is you know you're looking at the offensive line. You start there. You look at the injury reports. Coach. You look who's coaching, and and uh, you look. You know, you just try to find an edge. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really, you know, this is kind of putting me on the spot here with a leaderboard and I'm competing with other people, which I've never done before. I know. I know. It's it's kind of fun. A lot of hype. And I see the names that are in there and I know, and I, I followed (laughs) a lot of these guys last year and I go, Oh man, you got this guy too. So I'm going to get crushed. So uh, no, I'm going to compete as hard as possible. What's my it's strategy? A star studded, it's a star-studded 16. It's a nice group. It's a, it really is a nice group. It really – yeah. So I, I don't really have a strat- – I haven't really thought too much on the NFL, honestly. I kind of took a brief look at just where the lines were. But I've been so consumed with college lately that I, I, I'm thinking once I get everything locked in on college, I'm just going to go and just – like a like uh, a senior on finals i'm just gonna like start cramming to, to figure out what my unit plays are for week one because i don't want to suck you you and me both oh, right? no the you contest both. well uh, let's, let's talk yeah. about this real quick because pun just threw i want to like you know let's oh let's open this up right now oh well pun goes oh i'm not I, i'm not a uh, football cappers, so uh, you know, he's, he's the already, ringer. He's the yeah, ringer you gotta right. watch out for. It's it's like when you invite your girlfriend to go play fantasy football, and and she says, "Oh, I'm not good at this," but she's been playing it for five years. I'm the guy that I'm the guy that ro- walks up to the craps table and has never rolled dice before. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> as long as you're not betting the do not come line. <laughs> oh, I never. Oh, I never bet that. What's a point spread? <laughs> What do you mean over under? Oh God! Well, we could talk uh, for hours, but yeah, we could. We need to end this thing, and we'll have you back on. And this is going to be such a fun contest. For sure. And um, uh, odds sign yeah. us out, and uh, and guns. Thank you so much, man. That's right. Yeah, no problem. Many no guns. Thank you. We appreciate it. We uh, we'll be back. We'll be back after week one NFL. We're going to be doing a little overreaction underreaction um to everything that happened so we'll see how it goes and the guns will definitely get you back here to do more college more pro and good luck on the leaderboard man all right you guys too cheers man we'll see you later cheers cheers later thank you for listening to the dad bods podcast